All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Welcome to HR Latte, your connection to all things HR. Today's great HR department is foundational for today's successful business. Listen in as host Rayanne Thorne gets personal with practitioners and technologists, experts and thought leaders who care about the world of human resources. And now for your next cup of talent management, whipped to perfection. Hey everybody, this is Rayanne Thorne. Thanks for joining me today on HR Latte. As I continue my series, When HR Kills Innovation Efforts, I'm continuing this series with my guest, Josh Ferry. Hey, Josh, thanks for joining me again. Thanks, Ryan. Pleasure to have you. And I'm going to give you just a few minutes to give us an intro of yourself. Sure. Josh Ferry. I live here in the Midwest and uh, have founded and run a company called Econic that helps organizations understand how to accelerate innovation, not only through tactics and strategy, but also things like creating great cultures, hiring the right people, and incentivizing them the right ways. Perfect. We've had a couple of great conversations talking about incentives, fear of failure, the speed, how important speed is when hiring for an innovative company. We're going to shift gears a little bit now and talk about actual hiring, actual hiring when it comes to hiring for innovation. So when you think about this and the conversations that you've had, the consulting that you've done, Josh, how can you ensure, how can an innovative company ensure that they are bringing the right people at the right time to benefit their organization the best? Sure. You know, this is, uh, out of all the topics, this is a huge hot button of mind. As I spent about 10 years at Talent Plus, uh, which was specifically focused on uh, human aptitude and helping identify the right people to bring in at the right time. And what I, what I learned there, and then what I've been able to hone even more so over the past few years, is that getting the right people into the innovation teams or to run with your innovation initiatives is, like in many aspects of the business, fundamental. But I would say even more critical here because so much of what people are doing is in an unknown area. Right. Okay? If you're really focusing on transformational types of innovation, you're out there doing things where you constantly need to be learning and experimenting, extremely agile. And that takes a very special person who can constantly be confronted with unknown situations. Well, I find it fascinating that there is still uh, speed comes in, becomes involved with this and we stop thinking about getting the right people and we just want to get butts in seats. We're not trying to fill a theater for a show. We're actually trying to fill a company with the right people that can hopefully change history, change technology, change how people work, change how we think about anything that an organization where their efforts, their innovative efforts, where they are directed. So why do you think that that gets twisted? Why do we forget how imperative it is to find the right people for the right job? I think, uh, especially in the innovation circles, people get enamored with products and new ideas and uh, maybe sometimes need that reminder again that getting the right people will get you to those right products and those right ideas. And so the other thing that you start to see is with a lot of the tools and trainings that are out there of helping anybody be more innovative. And so, again, you get this idea of, well, if I just put the right processes in place, then I'm going to be able to you know, be able to work through ideas and, and find the next uh, dime in the rough you know, for our business. Right. So, so I think 
I think it's the normal things that happen throughout. And, and HR really has the opportunity to insert itself as the champion of figuring out how do we get the right people and then equip them in the right ways. Oh, and that's the hard part. With, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but some of that comes back to many times just even understanding what type of person that you need in, for some of these innovation initiatives. Because uh, to your point before of, of just getting butts and seats, if you don't take a step back and, and realize the type of person who performs best and in which aspects of innovation, uh, you can just rush headlong into, into the wrong thing. Josh, it reminds me of a personal experience that I had. I was hired to handle marketing for a very new, innovative recruiting technology company. And I had a great deal of experience in recruiting in HR as a practitioner. And I brought that experience with me, right? I, I brought the experience of having used products in the past, having hired a great deal in the past, having worked with innovative other innovative companies. And I brought challenges to those executive meetings. I raised questions. I raised issues that were not listened to. And so it created tension in sure. our executive team and it caused a great deal of problems in the organizational head of that company. So how can we encourage executive teams of innovative companies to really pay attention to the challenges that are brought before them? That if somebody internally is going to raise those challenges, for sure somebody in the workplace or in the marketplace will raise those challenges. So how can we ensure that these executives yeah. listen to those challenges and, and actually hear what that, you know, it's one thing to listen, it's another thing to hear it and change direction and say, okay, we need to actually try something different because that is a valid point that has been brought up. And it's okay if it challenges where we thought we were going, we probably need to change direction. Sure, sure. Well, I, I think fundamentally in, in, in a culture, if disagreement or discord are looked at as negative things, you're going to run into issues regardless if it's around innovation or, or anybody, as you said, bringing up challenging ideas. But I think executives need to be able to take a step back and realize that you kind of a few different states in an organization in terms of things are just flowing smoothly, and then you've got you know more complexity. And on either side of those is is also bad. You know you have you have complacency and you have chaos. Right? But when you have just things moving well and kind of everything's in flow, and then you start to get into a little bit more complexity, meaning that maybe people are challenging, maybe people are pushing. That's sometimes where some of the greatest growth Absolutely. Is. And so I think just being able to take a step back and, and instead of a fall in line or that's the way we've always done things here, a recognition of, of disagreement or challenge, as long as it's healthy and built on a good foundation of trust, is absolutely what innovative companies thrive on so that they can continue to grow. Agree 100%. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about succession planning. This is something that's near and dear to my heart and has been very important for myself in a leadership role. And also, we'll talk about some HR tools that companies are using. We'll be right back after this quick message. HR Latte is brought to you by Dovetail Software, a SaaS-based HR case management and help desk solution to ease today's HR departments into tomorrow. Simple but powerful real-time employee engagement, knowledge management, and detailed analytics empower human resource departments and shared services teams to effectively handle any type of employee interaction. Dovetail Software. By HR. For HR. Hey everybody, we're back talking with Josh Berry. 
Josh of Econic has been talking with us the last few episodes about how HR can sometimes end up killing innovative efforts within an innovative company. So we're trying to tackle this issue and really expose some of the things that plague innovative companies and the efforts that they do to build internally. And we know how that can impact external imaging of the company, the marketing efforts, the sales, the growth, the success of the company. So we're going to talk about succession planning. We talked a little bit before the break about hiring for innovation, uh, how it has to be looked at a little bit differently. Is succession planning important in these instances? I think it's extremely important when you think about the longevity of the company and you know the continued the continuity, if you will, of, of how the company continues to grow. Because bringing and preparing the right leaders who understand the culture yet can bring new and fresh perspectives is extremely important. I will give a caveat, though, in that if you have a succession planning uh, system set up that is very highly focused on here's the check marks and the hurdles you have to jump over to get that next promotion, you might actually be hindering some of your innovation efforts. Mm. And, and, and why I say that is what we typically find is the people who first raise their hands and are going to volunteer for a six or 12-month sabbatical to go work on some idea that may fail, if they see that, well, the primary way to get ahead in this company is I have to fall in line and not take a lot of risks and do these three to four classes to fill out my competency uh, base 360 and blah, 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 they might be less excited to go try something risky and different. Right. And so there just needs to be some flexibility in terms of helping people see that going and trying and taking new risks and new challenges is good. And, and especially, you know, you're going to need more of that if from, from larger portions of your, your organization as you continue to try to grow in this fast-paced world. It's really interesting the changes that have taken place because of how the next-gen workforce thinks and works and I want to throw in there something that I, a phrase that I coined a while back called the now gen, which I consider myself part of. I'm certainly not a millennial. I'm actually the tail end of a boomer, the boomer generation, but I consider myself now gen. I have embraced technology. It's a big part of the work that I do. I'm very active in communicating with the industry that my company sells to. I'm very active in using all kinds of tools and technologies that are out there. And that's not typical of somebody from my generation. And maybe it's the marketplace where I work. Maybe it's just me personally. But succession planning is really important because it inadvertently develops loyalty, right? If you allow uh, employees to understand that there is opportunity for growth for them, they're going to be less likely to leave and look for new opportunities. They want to stay. They want to be a part of a company that is in a, a growth phase, that is embracing technology, that embraces updates to their current, the way that they work, whether it's how they work or what they're developing, whether it's a product or a service that they provide. So succession planning is really important and can inadvertently really help your company go to that next level of success. And I don't think there's enough thought in that direction. There's enough intention for that, you know, really understanding how you can intentionally grow and succeed within um, your organization. So well, I, I think you nailed it right there, Ryan, in that I've seen some organizations 
get to more robust or more standardized leadership development process because they were forced to think about succession. So sometimes getting into the succession planning process uh, because of necessity helps you back into a better leadership development sure. skills development process. So in that regard, it's also extremely healthy. Before we sign off for this episode, I want to talk a little bit about HR tools. So what are the HR tools that companies are using to hire for innovation? It's a little bit different to hire a techie or somebody that's uh, innovative minded. I don't know. Somebody has an entrepreneurial. I'm always looking for the better way, the quicker way. Sure. Somebody who's minded that way. What are some of the tools that they're using? I think there's there's almost two camps. One is there have been some tools uh, recently that have been created specifically with norms around entrepreneurial audiences. So uh, Foresight is a tool that has been, and, and I reference it in one of my articles, that helps you kind of think about which thinking style do you bring to the innovation process? You know, are you are you one of those generators or clarifiers at the beginning? Are you the executor on it? But it's it's also acknowledgement of you need different people in the ideation and innovation process. Gallup has also created uh, their own version uh, of an entrepreneurial profile. It's now called the EP10 that helps you understand what type of entrepreneur you are. But the other bucket is people who are taking their existing assessments. They're taking DISC or Myers-Briggs or right. Finder, any of those. And similar to any uh, profiling or, or benchmarking that they had done in the past for other positions, if you can go back and identify other individuals who have those innovative tendencies that you like, anytime you can go back and understand which of those particular benchmarks are important to identify identify more innovative people for your innovation hubs or teams. Right. So I definitely wouldn't throw out your existing assessment. Maybe uh, just rethink how to use yeah, it. Yeah, just rethink it. Yeah. You know, contact uh, me and I'll put you in touch with the right resources, the right people who are trying to help people uh, get, be more innovative with the tools and the assessments that they already have. I, lo- I love it. That's su- such a great way to look at it. Um, speaking of which, how can people reach you, Josh? What's the best way for them to reach out to you? Sure. They can always learn more at our website, which is Econic. That's E-C-O-N-I-C dot co, as well as they can reach out to me via on, on Twitter, which is at Josh underscore Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, like the fruit. So at Josh underscore Barry. Perfect. Josh, thanks again as we wrap up this episode of When HR Kills Your Innovation Efforts. Next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about what we touched on with succession planning, but talk about management and how to promote, how to select for future management. We'll be back with that. Thanks again, Josh, for joining us today. Thanks, Ryan. Have a great day. You too. 